NemosNewsNetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. Welcome back, my friend. This is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network, where we continue to break the cycle of fake news. I'm joined by my friend, Brian, of the Red Pill Road Show, and we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming event in Jacksonville, Florida on the 25th, and the other uh, sister event, if you will, QCon Live on the 26th. And uh, Brian is actually hosting that first event, Red Pill Roadshow. So I, I invited him on to catch us up. Uh, he's a friend of mine. In fact, we actually live pretty close to each other and, and our kids play together and stuff. So it's yeah. went over there and had Bouncy Castle. He has a whole <laughs> indoor Bouncy Castle, folks. His kids are so spoiled. And um, my daughter is just going to look at me as a failure of a dad. <laughs> oh, man. No. Anyway. Um, welcome, Brian, and thanks for the time. Um, let us know everything that we need to know about how to attend this event. This is a big event. Uh, it's a Q event. It's a free speech event. Um, and, and more than those, it's, it's really about, I guess, freedom of speech. If, any, if anything, it was the priority, right? That's your primary right, right. framework. So tell us about it. Yeah, so, you know, Red Pill Roadshow, to, specifically about the event, it's in Jacksonville at the Jacksonville Ice and Sportsplex on August 25th. Doors open at four, the party kicks off at five, a little meet and greet uh, with the speakers beforehand. And then uh, we're going to have live entertainment with GT Wild, Joel Patrick, Joel Patrick 1776, for those of you who have never heard of Joel. Um, so it's just going to be a great event with speakers, you know, music. It's really a celebration of President Trump's nomination. You know, I think, I think we're going to channel more energy in one minute of the Red Pill Roadshow than the DNC had managed to, to collect in their entire uh, two days or whatever it is of their uh, event. But um, it's just going to be a celebration. You know, we, we, a lot of the times the, the information you, the, the Q community are digging into, it's deep stuff. You know, when you're talking about child sex trafficking and things like that, I mean, that's that's deep and dark stuff. So really, you know, for me, the Red Pill Roadshow, we're about free speech, but we like to have fun, too, to really to really empower people to carry on with whatever they're working on. So, but yeah, we're a free speech event. You know, Democrats, Republicans, independents like myself, libertarians, whatever. It's it's a free, plat a free speech platform because, and it's funny how the media approaches us because it's always like, the Q guy, the Q, the Q this, the Q that. And I said, well, no, actually, I'm not a Q guy. I'm a free speech guy. And then the question is always, well, how come you have an eight-foot Q on your stage? Or how come you have so many Q people on your stage? I said, well, that's kind of obvious. So the most censored group on planet Earth. So naturally, a free speech plan uh, event would have a large portion of the show be dedicated to the Q movement. Because, uh, again, you guys are the most censored group out there. It, it, it's so crazy anymore. My Red Pill Roadshow Twitter account has been shut down, and I don't post opinion on my Red Pill Roadshow account. I post event information. So you guys are so so important to, to the big tech to censor that even those associated with you are now being censored. So I think I've taken it to the next level of censorship with Twitter. Thanks, Jack. It's a, it's a mistake, too, because it's just going to piss off a whole lot of people that were not necessarily on board the Q-Train, but now we're going to start to look at it with new eyes. And you mentioned that the DNC kind of was low energy. I, I think they were negative energy, in fact. And I think, you know, after AOC said to, to vote for Bernie anyway, you know, she just went away from Biden completely and just said, vote Bernie with her 90 seconds of, of yeah. I think maybe they actually lost votes going into this. 
Yeah, I think Kanye is doing probably well in the polls right now. I don't know. I haven't checked the stats, but uh, yeah, I think the negative energy is right because uh, you know you you feel wore out after watching it because there's just a lack of any enthusiasm. Which is, there should be a lack of enthusiasm, honestly, because uh, who their candidate is, and you know I. It is what it is, but you know this is the election of our. We know we're not running. You know we know President Trump's not running against Joe Biden. Joe Biden's is just simply the puppet. You know, so the the people that are propping up Joe Biden to be this wonderful guy that he isn't. Um, you know, it's just kind of kind of comical, but it's a real thing. I mean, it, they're really. I heard Tom Fitton this morning on the radio talking about a lot of his concerns, and I'm thinking, wow, people like Tom Fitton are concerned about this. We need to pay attention. And uh, it, it all goes down to what happens with, you know, uh, the, the contesting of the election and the possibility of Nancy Pelosi becoming that kind of interim president until yeah. the law is shaken out. And this is this is somebody that I trust with the law. This isn't some dummy. So I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this it just every day I'm reminded that this election is so real and so important to the history of not only America, but the world. So we're doing what we can do to help folks. You know, the Democrats are being silenced. Let's get real. They're, they're attacking QAnon and the Q movement as some sort of radical, you know, they've used that FBI memo about, uh, you know, telling everybody that you're a bunch of potential terrorists. When we see people burning villages down and pulling people out of their car, getting pummeled, and then lifted up on the same media that's calling the QAnon group, the violent group. And, and, you know, it's just ridiculous. It's completely, completely ridiculous to any, to anybody with just an ounce of honesty and, and, and dignity could see that the left has just totally lost their marbles and, and are slandering and smearing and besmirching the Q movement as far as I'm concerned. So I'm happy and proud to provide the stage for Q and will apparently provide the stage for Q for the foreseeable future as long as you are all silenced as much as you are. But Come on now, you guys, you guys, they're afraid of something. They're afraid of something. This is, they, you know, it's like they wonder why the Zuckerberg and the team did this, this, this study and found out, oh my gosh, there's millions of QAnons out there and tens of thousands of groups. It's like, well, could you point to me in history where silencing people's rights to free speech, you know, denying people's free speech rights have ever worked out for you, where it hasn't created a large group, whether it's the Tea Party of the 1700s or the, the most recent, the decade ago, or, or, you know, the civil rights movement, or hell, the free speech movement used to be a movement. Remember Berkeley? Now you can't even go to Berkeley and say a word about President Trump without being attacked. So it's kind of a kind of a surreal thing that the media, and they know, they know why Q is huge. It's just, they have their handlers that are trying to get that story to make you all, you know, to marginalize you all as some, some crazy conspiracy theorist. But, you know, honestly, if you want the news anymore, you got to go to Q because um, I didn't know anything about Jeffrey Epstein or Pedophile Island or Lolita Express until Q was telling me two years ago in April about uh, Lolita Express. So, you know, we know the media is silencing their own reporters in some respect. We know this. We know New York Times went down there to get the story, came back with a donation from Jeffrey Epstein for the nonprofit organization. So they're all in cahoots, you know. They all are, whether they're pedophiles or they're protecting pedophiles, I don't, I don't draw the distinction. You, you're either with the pedophiles or you're, you're with us at this point. That's where I stand. So anyways, yeah, to go on about that, but uh, God bless the Q movement. You all are the news now for sure. You know, it, it's interesting because you do have an outside of the Q perspective. You're not like a, a Q person. You're actually new to the movement somewhat. 
And, and beyond that, it's also interesting that you brought up pedophiles because uh, people like Epstein, you know, they're associating with uh, Clinton. There's pictures that come out of, of that recently. Um, we already knew that he had been to Pedophile Island many times, and yet he's a speaker at the DNC. And we know that the same FBI that uh, is after the QAnon movement, so to speak, is uh, also covering for pedophiles in their past as well. So, and going after the president. So, you know, the, the swamp runs very deep. And those creatures in the swamp are pretty slimy. And, um, you know, but, but to bring it back to the event, tell us about some of the speakers. Tell us about what to expect. Is this a family event? Is this uh, like a, a bar event? You know, um, I've got kids. I'm going to bring my kids. I'm speaking at the event. So um, tell us what to expect for families. Tell us what to expect for everything else. Um, sure. So, yeah, there'll be alcohol served. Um, you know, there'll be loud music. You know, so, so I'm not saying children aren't welcome. Children are certainly welcome. I think they've got an indoor like grass area, like a little soccer field. So maybe I'll grab some uh, soccer balls and baseballs and footballs, some good old American sport games, you know, uh, items, and then the kids can play. But yeah, I mean, anybody's welcome to come. We're, we're, uh, we've had children in our events in the past and I'll bring some children's little picnic tables, maybe some coloring books, but, but yeah, it's a, it's a family friendly event. It's just a rock party at the same time. I don't know how you, how you say that, uh, being, uh, being, uh, you know what it is, but um, imagine when it gets dark, the kids and, and mom go back to the hotel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they go back to the Airbnb and swim and have fun, right? It's Florida. It'll be nice. Uh, and, and stuff like that. The heck where we're staying at, you can, probably from some alpacas. I don't know, but we're staying at a pretty cool place. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of the event rundown doors open at four. Uh, it's going to be a social hour with the speakers. So you can get your picture. We're gonna have a nice red pill roadshow backdrop for, for you to get your pictures taken with the speakers, uh, meet the speakers. There's some books and stuff there that they'll sign for you. You can pick up, you know, our speakers are showing up on their own dimes. So, you know, we, we, we encourage people to, to go to the, the tables and, and support the speakers. But yeah, we've got Gene Ho, you know, the guy that's been with us since day one. Um, like, you know, so Gene Ho, President Trump's campaign photographer back in 2016, has a wonderful book out. He uh, travels the country, uh, you know, speaking at events, selling books and things like that. Great family. Always delivers an energetic speech. We've got... Um, He's a great dad. Uh, yeah, it's a great dad, great, great family, man. Just, just everybody that speaks at our events, you know, you, when you get to know them on a personal level, you know, you're, you're not shocked, right? They're, they're patriots, but they're just great people in general, people that you would just like to hang out with and, uh, and got a great sense of humor. Nobody, nobody I know in this movement has a dry sense of humor, you know, it's like, we're not all robots, you know, swearing to some cult figure. It's, it's, it's everybody, you know, I've, I've sat on couches and just had the craziest debates and I'd be laughing. They'd be laughing. It's a great time. You know, we all got thick skin. Sometimes, you know, you don't have to stand eye to eye. You don't have to see eye to eye to stand shoulder to shoulder. And that's what it always ends up to be uh, with me is, you know, we're all on the same team as far as, you know, being against the deep state and de being against uh, what's going on with our country. But um, so, so yeah, we've got uh, Joel Patrick again, who's going to be doing hip hop act and speaking. We've got uh, uh, JT Wild. Everybody knows JT Wild is going to be rocking. He's going to have his full band there, which is the first at the, our show. So we're going to have drummers, guitars, you know, the whole, the whole nine yards, laser lights, smoke Dang. machines. You're going to have electricity flowing from your fingertips when you leave this oh, show. But again, it's, it's about to be an uplifting message, right? When we leave there, it's like a revival. We should go, we should go out, you know, we're going to have people there, Bikers Against Child Abuse. So an organization that has these bikers go in with these children to these court cases to make them feel safe. 
So when they're pointing out the abuser, they don't feel like they're going to be harmed. What a great organ, what a great concept and what a great organization. So the Bikers Against Child Abuse International will be there. The Bikers for Trump. We're going to have so many bikers, you know, we may just bring a bunch of bikers off the street because people are going to see all these motorcycles. But um, so Bikers for Trump are going to be there, not necessarily doing security. We're going to have for anybody, I've seen that on the channels, people worried about security. Okay, so number one, we had an event at the Monument in Washington, D.C. If there was ever a time to have a security event, right? John Podesta walked by the event. And I think Tim yeah. Hart with the I-70 in Coach Clay show, he goes and snaps a picture at this ding-dong. But um, so, yeah, we, we're, we're going to – it's an indoor event. If Antifa shows up, which I doubt, but if they do, it's a private event. It's a big parking lot to a ice skating rink and a sportsplex. So they can't, they're not even allowed on the parking lot. So nobody's going to be walking through crowds of Antipa to get in the doors. Um, and I'm going to have over a dozen uh, well-trained professional lethal security uh, guards in place. Uh, maybe you'll know some of them because they'll be in uniform or suit and ties with earpieces. Maybe you don't know who they are. But uh, I would recommend anybody there to be a spoiler, stay away. Uh, our MC. You know, he, he, he made himself, I think, quite famous with an interview in Tulsa at the rally there in Tulsa. He gave an epic interview on Right Side Broadcasting, uh, Stephen Bear. So the Bear Man. So anybody that's not seen Stephen yeah. Bear with his glasses, with his white frames, you know, knows who he is. He's, you know, he, he's like that in real time. He's like that in real life. That interview is him. Funny. He's and, funny. Yeah. and then I find out that he's the, you know, the, he's the announcer calling the MMA fighters to a very big, uh, fight organization, you know, so when you go, the speakers, when they're called to the stage, they're going to feel like they're entering the octagon of ideas. Let me tell you, it's going to be so wild. I say, Hey, anything goes, it's a red pill road show. It's free speech. We don't censor people just because we don't like what they're saying. We offer the floor to Democrats, but they never show up. That's not my problem that they don't show sure. up at my event. The people that write hit pieces out on QAnon, where are they at? They're invited to every show. What they like to do is, you know, they'll go through the crowd of 100, 200, 300 people, and they'll interview 99.9% .9 of them, but they'll get the one person that will say things that they'll be like, ooh, that's a great piece to make everybody look like they're out there. You know, that's what they run with. That's their, that's their MO. So, but anyways, we've got uh, uh, John Michael Chambers, uh, the news behind the news. I know you've been on his show a few times as, as well as myself. He spoke at our Tampa event, a really – you know, he's like a, an elder, you know, he, he just speaks straight to you and, and he talks about very the achievements of Trump's. He, he, he's very grounded with what he says, very calm and collective, phenomenal guy. Uh, Jeffrey Peterson in the matrix. Holy crap. If th that guy could have enough energy to light up the entire DNC event. I mean, the guy is full yeah. of energy, full of passion to me when I listen to him talk, cause he's a tech guy as well. I'm just blown away about his research uh, Shady Groove, his partner in their in their show they put on, Kate from the Kate Awakening. You know, everybody's wondering where the women were. I just wanted to make sure that, like, I got a good group of women to speak. Because, honestly, I I find the women to be more on fire. She's I mean, really good. Yeah, she's really good. passionate, you know, about, about what they're talking about. So, Kate from the Kate Awakening will be there. That's awesome to have her on the stage for the first time. Um, we're going to have... Red, babe, Red Pill Babe is going to be there. So she's known, I think, on the Instagram channels and stuff. She, she makes a crazy, you know, I'm learning about a lot of these people for the first time, not being a Q follower. Me too. They, some of them. So I go to their page and I start learning about them. I'm thinking, man, this is going to be a great, great addition to the show. Um, we have, um, you know, another, another fine lady. 
actually, uh, Christy, she's from my district. She's running, she's running for uh, Congress, but uh, she's going to speak. She's got an interesting story. You know, we think about censorship in the, in the space of the digital world, but we also got to understand the students that go to college. But these are very hostile environments for students. And she's got a, you know, she's been on all the news circuits talking about this lawsuit against her university because, you know, this, this girl tried to go to college and you've got these hostile professors mocking you, throwing stuff at you. I mean, these are the things that you think so much about the digital space, but my God, we're sending our kids off to indoctrination camps for supposedly an education and because that's what they need apparently to get ahead in this world. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're treated like garbage at these universities. So it's a different, different way to think about, how we should focus on where the censorship is, not just online, but also in people's lives, day-to-day lives. And um, uh, so we've got, we've got a lady that's going to be speaking. She, she's got so many years in the, the child sex trafficking research and investigation. Uh, the Daily Traffic is her, is her channel on YouTube, Traffic, T-R-A-F-F-I-C-K. So she actually uh, aggregates all of the stories around the world about, you know, arrests or things that are going on with child sex trafficking. She's been doing this for a long time. And, um, so, so I'm, I'm happy to see her on the stage to talk about that. And, um, we're going to have a doctor, uh, uh, from Tampa come and talk about their outreach to these children, these schools to, I think they're helping children understand the warning signs to be, to, to watch out for. It used to be stranger danger, right? But now it's like, it's stranger danger, but why is there the danger? What's the danger? And, and it's, it's in, interesting their approach, I think, to raise awareness. So we, we've got a lot of great organizations, great speakers, got more than that even coming. You know, Joe Stroh, uh, QN and Obi-Wan's gonna be there. Um, so, so actually I had a call today, I wanna put this out on the, on the website, but the Flynn family, they're, they're very fluid. It depends on what's going on with the court case. So there may be things going on that now he may be only able to join us remotely or maybe do a pre-recorded statement from the family or something. So we're staying tuned with that. I've been on the phone this morning with uh, the Flynn's and um, we'll see what goes on with that. But either way, it's going to be so many speakers, such a, such an amazing time of celebration for the president and, and people that, uh, you know, one of the greatest things about being at the show. Yeah. The show is fun and everything, but when you get to meet people, for the first time and interact with people for the first time. There's a lot of spinoffs, things are going on. You know, I've got a side project with the MC about, uh, you know, going after these pedophiles and, and, and interrupting these child, child sex trafficking rings and stuff like that with my background and his background and his ability to reach out to certain people. You know, so there's all these little things that tend to spin off. QCon Live, for example, or, or the event we had up in Mount Rushmore. These are things that were, were kind of seeded by the Red Pill Roadshow. So that it's what we always intended it to be. We never expected it to be a brand, but we had so many people reaching out to us wanting more you know, uh, platform. They wanted to have the, the, the free speech without the censorship. So, so we said, okay, well, let's make it a thing. But I'm glad to see there are other things popping up. So the day after QCon Live, you know, we're free speech. But if you want to really specifically talk about Q things uh, like te- a TED Talks or a breakout panels, uh, Q and A's, things like that, that's that's certainly from a Q perspective, it'd be interesting to go to the QCon Live the day after. I know Dustin will be speaking there, as well as people that are speaking on my stage as well. So I think Gene, Joe, um, and others are going to be speaking on that stage as well. So I'm I'm going to be in attendance 
as a pupil, as a student, because, you know, there's a lot of information out there. So I hope to see everybody there the next day. It's at the same venue. So you don't have to, if you're staying nearby at a hotel, don't worry about it. It's the same exact venue. Website, qcon.live. My show to get tickets, redpillroadshow.com. Tickets uh, are, and details are available there. So um, that's a pretty good rundown, I think. Here here with uh, the show. Yeah, yeah. You even covered the QCon live thing, and that's a lot of personalities. Uh, some of them I know well. Some of them I'm yet to meet. So I'm excited about that. That sounds like a great lineup. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to drag me up for anything, but uh, but yeah, you know, I've had a media morning with uh, CBS, Vice, you know, the 60 Minutes crew and stuff like that. Yeah, the hyenas are like uh, sniffing at your ankles now, right? Yeah, the hyenas are are, are yapping and and. It, it, they want to know why you guys are growing in numbers. It's, to me, it's just like, well, you know, if you don't know your history, you know what they say about that, you're doomed to repeat it. So they're repeating the history of these groups that show up on the scene and just swell because, you know, they're being, they're having their constitutional rights trampled on. And, you know, they can try to talk Twitter and Facebook and all that just being kind of like a, well, we're just the phone company providing you a wire between points A and points B. No, you're choosing who gets to talk about what. And sometimes you get to hang up on them indefinitely. So you're certainly not a utility by any stretch of the imagination. So, so, you know, it's just a funny thing that the media tries to act like they have no idea why this is going on when they know exactly why they're all in cahoots. They all work together. We know how it works. Red pill roadshow in DC. We saw it the first time ever. I'd never been censored in my life. And I'd said some pretty outlandish stuff before about the Clintons, but you know, not until I started talking about Q or saying anything about the QAnon movement, did they come after me with both barrels and uh, started with, you know, Will Sommer, who writes for, I think, the Daily Beast or whatever, yeah. one of these goofballs. You know, he, he's the guy who literally calls up your work and says, Can, do you, your, your person was at this event, uh, I, and they believe that drinking bleach cures cancer. You know, how could they be a nurse if that's what they believe? And they, he literally makes it his life to trace people down. They call, he got us suspended indefinitely off of Eventbrite, saying, we can't believe you're letting the Red Pill Roadshow, you know, say things like uh, God, country, and, and where we go, when we go all, because it's such a horrible thing to say as, as an American. Um, you know, and then he'll get a hold of, then Travis View will jump on something else and, you know, the Periscope and how can you let them stream well, these events? They're all evil. It's one big cult. Oh my gosh. I, I can speak from a little bit of experience on this topic, having been both his target and the target of dozens of others like him that are sort of like this this attack class of the fake news. I mean, mm -hmm. there's, there's dozens, if not hundreds of them out there who are going after QAnon or alternative health or whatever it may be. I've been attacked for both topics, both being an alternative health person and for being in the Q movement. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'm getting censored from both sides. I'm getting attacked from all these different entities like Media Matters and Will Somner and, and Right Wing yeah. Watch and everything else, just like you are. Yeah. And, um, they, they seem to make it their uh, life's mission to make our lives hell and to deplatform and demonetize us and just wage war on the truth itself. You know, yeah, they get paid to do it. Right. I mean, they yeah. get a paycheck from somebody up top to, to write these stories and to smear you guys. And, uh, and that's a uh, lot of money they're spending on these. Oh people. yeah. Yeah. The, the CBS crew that wants to come down, I mean, they're talking film crews from New York, from LA. They're talking about the, if you look at their new platform on Quibi, what is a 60 and six, they want to do a six minute segment uh, tailored for the younger generation for their phone about the QAnon movement and 
and they reach out to me like I'm some spokesman for the Q movement, and, and they're shocked when I say I don't really, you know, I, I'm a free speech guy. If you guys, if you got a problem with free speech, you're in the wrong country. So, um, but but then they want to get into the discussion about, well, what do I know about Q, and what, how how did I come to be, you know, putting on a show for Q. And I said, well, number one, I served my country and I took an oath when I served my country and I take my oath seriously. You know, I, I uphold and protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. And in that Constitution, in the Bill of Rights, it talks about our freedom of speech. So, you know, and I talk about then they talk about the, the details, like, doesn't that sound crazy or this or that? And I'm the guy saying, well, have you ever held a top secret clearance in the government? I have. I've held a CTS, you know what that is, you know? So, so when, when they try to come at me from the angle of how the information is being disseminated or, or how these back channels work or the government or the military and this and that, yeah. like, who are you to question anything? You, I lived life. You, you, if, you're if just they tell you this is, this is silly. Why would, why would uh, an intelligence out, out, outfit or asset do something like this? You right. would think, yeah, of course they would. This makes absolute spycraft sense. This is like yeah. 101 exactly what they would do if they wanted yep. to go around the justice system. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. And I told him, you know, I was a 19 year old kid running around in Bill Clinton's war in Bosnia. And I'd go and I'd check out, you know, a CTS, it's a cosmic top secret clearance, simply means that I had access to pretty much anything and everything NATO, including the United States. So here I am, a 19 year old kid in the war. And I go in and I look at this message traffic and I come out of my tent and I see a CNN war correspondent saying something that has absolutely nothing to do with the truth. And there I was, a kid that grew up with Walter Cronkite and grew up with the media pretty much accepting most of what they were saying. And, and a 19-year-old guy getting red-pilled by the media themselves standing you know, 10 feet away from me. And I'm listening to him thinking, what the hell are they even talking about? I'd go in and make sure I wasn't you know, reading something wrong. And it, it's just... It's the way it is, and it's the way I got red pilled back in the '90s. You know, uh, and my field is the is is information. So yeah, I've been a digital soldier. I've been a thorn in their side since the '90s. So a digital soldier for quite some times. And um, but yeah, that's how I got into this. But to hear the media, to hear people that have absolutely no, well, okay, well, congratulations, you were a war correspondent. What does that mean to me? That means to me that I, I, I had a lot of experience with you guys and you were lying back then too to cover for Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton and the, the war crimes in Bosnia. So, so it's like you don't want to go there with me because you'll never get me to shut up. And uh, so, so anyways, yeah, I have an, a unique perspective in the fact that I, I lived that life, you know, and, and I am the outside guy looking into the Q movement. I have a lot of conversations. I interact with uh, the community almost daily. Anytime I get three months out from the event, it's a daily interaction with, with my people. I never tell anybody what to say on my show. You know that. I, it, it's a free speech platform. I don't even tell you to give me a, a, a title or anything. It's just here you go. You got time. And, and, and come and say what you got to say. Again, I don't have to agree with it. I don't have to disagree with it. You're not yelling fire in a crowded theater. You know, you're not going out there burning down buildings. You're not going out there dragging people out of their cars and beating them half to death, or in some cases to death. You know, I know the FBI memo likes to make you out like you're a bunch of savages, but let's get real. The real savages are being protected. What I said to the 60 Minutes people, I said, you know, don't try to elicit information out of me. I, I know your games. You, you're not my friend. And, and I know as a fact that if the QAnon movement was pro-Biden, we would not be having this discussion. As a matter of fact, you'd probably give me some pretty cheap airtime to push the put to push it, or George Soros would be helping me out. But the, the reality is, this is a pro-Trump group. 
This is why the target is on their back because you can find a few people out there that just say things that have honestly nothing to do with Q as far as my research goes. It's their own input, their own feelings, their own ideas. But at the end of the day, that's protected free speech. You know, so, so you want to come at the media comes at us, you know, from that angle. And it's just a joke. It's just a joke. We know what they're all about. It's about getting their puppet. Now, you know, they're just, they're just puppets too. Their handlers are demanding that they show up to the event, you know, talk to everybody, get the craziest, most outlandish stuff on film and, and paint that as kind of like, that's what the movement is. And that's what the movement believes as, as one yeah. generality. So it's, it's nonsense. We're on to them, but we'll see. You know, they, they, they offered to come to the farm with no cameras and no video and no nothing just by themselves just to hang out and get to know people. And I said, maybe we'll see. Gotcha. We'll see. You, it's always you, a setup. It's always a setup. It's oh, all, Hey, Florida's a two, Florida's a, the, you got to have a two party consent. So you come down here, everybody's going to not approve. So you better show up or we're going to talk in the pool with you, right? Get your bikini on. Let's go swim and talk. That's how it works out. We don't sure. trust any of them for right for good reasons. You know, they're I'll gonna tell them to grab a beer and let's listen to some MAGA music at the JT Wild. That's, that's that's right. That's right. You know, and uh, but no, don't worry. I'm not gonna have anybody walking around filming anybody. My kids are gonna be there. Okay, I I know what Dustin. I know what you do and what you put up with and the threats against your family, and and it's a horrible thing. You know, the the the, the left promotes the violence against people like you because you're saying things that, that, that are not popular to them that, because it honestly doesn't help them that you're out there talking about these things. So, so I get it, you know, hats off to you, you know, hats off to everybody in this movement that's had their family's lives threatened and their careers ended or their, their jobs threatened. You know, it's been a dozen times they've called my work and it's kind of a joke because they talk to me about it. And it's like, yeah, I know they all know who I am. I go to Paris and I'll say the same damn things. And they're, you know, it is what it is. I think I should be Trump's uh, ambassador to France, but, uh, but I've red pilled a lot of people over there, but hell, at least they listen to you here. It's violence. You, you, they don't like what you say. They're violence. So You've got my vote, at least, for that position. Do, do you want to take a moment to talk about quantum computing? Because you also have a bit of a background, like not just in, in intelligence and classified settings, but, but in quantum computing, which, which has some bearing on the conversation. We, we yeah. could skip it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's cool. So, so I went up to um, Mount Rushmore for the week of festivities there in, uh, when Trump came up to uh, Mount Rushmore there in South Dakota. I spoke at a couple of events and I had, I had some people show up there that uh, I, got, I felt that they were giving me some bad vibes. And when I got into a conversation in a group with them, they were very rude and like personally attacking me and stuff. And, you know, I'm just thinking, what's their problem? And come to find out that they thought that I was really anti-Austin Steinbart. Somebody told me, well, they think you're anti-Austin Steinbart. I'm thinking, what the hell is an anti-Austin Steinbart? Is that like <laughs> a movie or something? What the hell are you even talking about? And uh, they were like, uh, no, there's a guy who, who claims he's Q plus in the future and baby Q now. And, and they're ex trying to explain it to me. And my natural reaction is like, what the hell? And I said, okay, well, I'm interested in, in knowing, because a guy, I'm the guy who just likes to know things and, and my business is information. So I like to get information and make my own opinion up. And um, I was warned by a lot of people, don't get near them. I was warned by a lot of people. Well, you know, if you're a friend of his, you're not a friend of mine, whatever. Yeah. But, but genuinely, I'm, an I'm interested in this kind of stuff. So I reached out to him. I was told he would not even respond to me. And uh, I got an email back from a guy. You know, look at all these, look at all these notes from my Austin Steinbart 
conversations, front and back. But uh, a guy called me and wanted to know what, what did I wanted to talk to Austin Steinbart about? Because I sent him an email saying, listen, I'm not going to debate Q with Austin Steinbart because number one, I don't know enough about Q to be in a position to argue Q. Um, but I did notice some videos because these people are saying, you got to watch it, you got to watch it. So I watched it. I watched a couple of videos, exactly what they told me to do. And one of them, because it was interesting to me because I'm an IT professional, was the quantum internet. It was really interesting to me. Ooh, what does he have to say about the quantum internet? And I watched this video. It was about 10, 10 11 minutes long. And I wrote down my notes and I, and I reached back out to him. And I said, okay, well, they were really wanting me to give them, what questions do you have? What questions do you have? For me, you know, if I believe what I believe, you can show up any minute at any second of any day and just ask a question and I'll give you my response. I, I, I'm not one to give you what I'm going to ask somebody if I want to set face to face and ask somebody a question. So I said, well, you know, number one, you wouldn't even understand likely the question I'm going to ask, but uh, I would like to talk to Austin about this. And I didn't get really anywhere with the first one. And then I got a girl that called me a couple of days later, was wanting to ask what questions that I had. and and you know, I don't want to give any questions out. And I said, well, why don't we get together? I want to, I, I'm a guy who enjoys entertainment. And if this guy comes to a stage and he convinces me, okay, if he comes to the stage and he doesn't convince me, okay, but at least everybody gets to hear it. Right. I, I've watched, a, I've watched some interviews since the, since the emails and stuff and, and this and that, but long story short, quantum computing, right. It's this, it's this notion, it's, it's, this, it's not a notion, it's reality. It's the ability for a computer to compute and, and solve equations or solve problems much, much quicker than today's uh, fastest supercomputers. And the way it does it, the technology that it does it, involves uh, quantum mechanics. So, you know, instead of bits of bytes, ones and zeros, you deal with qubits and things like this without getting too much in the detail. But there's this concept of quantum entanglement, okay? In quantum physics, quantum entanglement is when two photons get close enough to one another, they intertwine. And then at that intertwining moment, you can separate these two photons uh, at any distance technically, and they will react based on the condition of the other. So if one flips over, the other one flips over. So it's kind of like a, a mimic, if you would, with no space and time uh, issues, it, it, yeah, zero latency. Teleportation technology and crazy things, you know. It's yeah, really yeah, things like that. So I'm like, okay, you know, okay, I know there's quantum thing fluctuations. I know there's things out there, quantum particles. I understand that. And it doesn't react the way that our minds usually perceive things. Okay. But then, then I, I heard the part about, you know, what we will be able to do in the next 10 years with quantum computing and this quantum internet. And I said, the next 10 years, okay. And um, we started saying things like, we'll be able to remotely control avatars 100 million light years away on other, on other pl planets and other galaxies. And I'm thinking, oof, I think it, gets, I think it takes longer to get I think that's a million light years away than it does 10 years, but I don't know. Let me do my, cal give me calculator out here. But I then it's, me too. Then it's like, then we'll be able to travel back in time and look through the eyes of people. You know, so it started talking about time travel, which is a premise of his argument, like, or, or his defense. He, from what I understand, he is reaching out to himself. He's Q plus in the future. And he's reaching out to himself, modern day times uh, to pass along information. You know, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. I started thinking about the Avengers description of uh, the back of the future uh, paradox, you know? So it's kind of fun. I'm thinking, okay, so 
So he won't disappear in the future if he tells his future self now that he's real. So I'm th- you know. I think Skynet reached back to Skinny Arnold, Skinny <laughs> you know, and and <laughs> I don't know, man. It's but, but again, I think Austin Steinbart has the right to say what he has to say. It's free Agreed. speech. Whether I agree with it or not, or whether he offends people or not, whether the community right. is upset about it or not, as him far as I'm right. free speech. That's the Red Pill Roadshow. And if he is full of dung, then get him on a stage and de- debunk his statements. I mean, that's, that's how you have uh, intellectual discourse in the arena of ideas. You know, in QCon Live, I think would be a phenomenal. I mean, Red Pill Roadshow, we're going to be partying. It's not going to be kind of a Q&A or a panel, you know, but QCon Live, how cool would it be to, if the guy could ever get his, arm, his leg banned off? Because apparently his future self didn't tell him that he was going to be arrested. But, um, you know, if he can make it in person to this event and not be a television, like a Max Hedrum interview, you know, if he could get it on the stage, I think it would be an, an excellent opportunity for people like me to say things like, well, you made a claim that Google has a uh, quantum computer that has 73 qubits and that they are doing this stuff with that computer. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. Yes, they do possess that, but they don't use it. They actually shut that down because it was giving, throwing out too many errors with the processing. It wasn't doing anything. So this claim that he made that it was figuring out these problems that a supercomputer would take 400,000 years to figure out, it took only 300 seconds, that's not true. And I know it's not true so much that I actually work with the engineers at Google in this technology. So. He can't say, well, I know somebody. Well, okay, well, if you know somebody, then give me their name because if I don't know who they are, then, then they must be working in some you know, skunk works project. But in any event, it, to me, you know, he's talking about stuff that I can say that is absolutely not true. If your future self is telling you this, you know, he's lying to you too, you know, however that works. So I'm only coming at Austin Steinbart from a purely technical, supercomputing, quantum mechanic aspect like quantum entanglement well if you send a quantum uh, 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 an entangled photon to mars and say hey when you get there if there's alien life shoot a one and you get there and you shoot a one and i instantly have that information with no latency because uh, it's entangled right here on earth well but once you manipulate the quantum the the the, the, the entangled photon once you manipulate, manipulate that you break the entanglement, you cannot change it once it's entangled. So if I flip it over as a one or a zero to give me an answer here on earth, you break the entanglement and it cannot happen by quantum mechanics, by the, by the science. And, and, and so what he's saying in that video, I can say is absolutely false. I would like to ask him more about that to make sure I'm not misunderstanding him. But what he's saying in that video is not true. It's not true from, the, from that side of it. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but just, yeah. just to clarify for people, it, it sounds as though, because there's two themes to Austin, as I, as best I can tell. One of them is his Q persona, and one of them is his uh, quantum theory, you know, super genius persona. And and you're you're able to discern the, the, the quantum theory side of it and call some bullshit on it, so to speak. And And I'm definitely able to do the same in the Q side of it. You know, I can't speak to quantum mechanics. But, um, you know, and certainly others have done the same as far as his, like, supposed Q claims and Q proofs and things of that nature. Everything's been debunked. But uh, he still goes on to harass everyone with those damn troll accounts. 
Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I don't know about that. And again, I don't know about his cute yeah. pass. I know there's a lot of, it's almost like a, you're either us on, on team Steinbart or not on team Steinbart. That's the, yeah. the feeling I get. And, his, and I know his followers are really emotional. It's almost like, you know, I asked my brother, who's an audio engineering expert. I said, could you check out these videos at the audio level to make sure there's no low frequency buzzing, like some hypnotic thing? Because honestly, like when I, when I listen to these people talk, how passionately they talk about it and violently they've been in me about it. I'm thinking, you sound like you're freaking part of the Jim Jones cult, man. Chill out. Whoa, bro. Calm down. You know? So my brother, the first video he picked up and he's an expert at this says, yeah, there is a low frequency playing in this video at he, I got it written down here at two minutes and some seconds. I was just checking it. And I said, well, why would somebody inject that into a video? He's like, He's like, it's, it's to get people's attention. There's a, there's a hypnotic effect to sound. There's a hypnotic effect to what you watch, right? The, the things that play in, interlaced with your televisions. I mean, we all know this. And uh, so I was curious because, again, you know, I also have a lot of experience dealing with, you know, multiple religions. So, so I've been interfacing with a lot of these people. And I've come to find out, you know, a lot of, the, a lot of these people can literally be convinced through some sort of hypnotic control that this stuff is real and when i watched this video i kind of felt like i was being like on ghostbusters look at the painting you know i was like drooling and then somebody had to slap me up and say hey hey what are you doing and i was like oh i was like getting drawn into the video like like whoa wait a minute that, it, it was a weird feeling when i was watching it. i don't know if it's as monotone i don't know if it's as if it's as frequency but there's something there that's not voice and I'm not saying this is true or isn't true. I asked my brother, look at this video. What do you think? And he said, yeah, there's a, and he can talk about the frequency, the tone, what it means, what it does, and that it's injected. It's not part of the voice. You know, is it a light bulb running in the background or is it a generator running outside? You know, things like that, things you got to really dissect, but, but it's there. Um, but again, Q, the Steinbar people don't attack me. I'm just saying I, with, with me, yeah. when you know me, I, I just look at all of it. I, I try to decipher all of it. And the part that I deciphered, I don't agree with. The only thing that I can say on his defense is this. If some sort of alien shows up or some, some, somebody gives him a lot of information, somebody showed up on the scene that's not a human or, or not a present day human, and they give us future technology blueprints. Could it be possible there are things that could happen that I'm not aware of? Yeah, absolutely. Like Nikola Tesla, I don't know. Did an alien give him the blueprints to the anti-gravity machines? I don't know. I mean, but is it possible that there is outside in information that nobody on planet Earth knows? And they could bring it to us and deliver it to us and say, this is how you build the teleportation machine? Yeah, of course, right? I mean, we, gotta, we can't rule that out, but... Today's modern day um, human being knowledge, as far as I know, and at Google and, and in the space of quantum science, the best we can hope for in the next 10 years, these are the experts at it more than myself, even the people that design and build these machines. In the next 10 years, we can only hope that a quantum computer can, can figure out the synthetics of like uh, medications. You know, how can they make improved medications? You build a quantum computer to solve one problem. You don't build a quantum computer like a computer, oh, I want to Google something. Or I, like Austin said, well, these computers in the future, you're going to be able to tap into the past. I think he even said log in. 
It's like it's so advanced that I can go into the past and look through somebody's eyeballs like Jesus Christ well, in a time warp, but I still got to log in. Can I just think it? Can I just like, you know, log in with biometrics or something? Without wanting him to be censored, I think we can agree that extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, right? Exactly. And that's so even the Q, even with yeah. Q, I'm the same way. I approach the Q yeah. with it. I, I approach everything with it. If it's information in front of me, guarantee you I'm going to ask the tough questions. I've been on a couch laughing with a guy who believes in flat earth. And I said, you know, Hey, if that's what you believe, hallelujah, I'm going to, I'm going to look at it my way and come to my own conclusions. We may agree or not agree, but all I'm trying to bring to the table with the red pill roadshow. And I told the media, this is we got to get back to the day to where we can have a dialogue with one another discussions with one another without being so violent or so emotional about it. People are going to, nobody's ever going to agree on everything. What a boring world would that be in the first place? But, you know, sure. we've got to get back to the point where you can sit down, have a discussion, you know, respectfully disagree and go about your life without being threatened or censored or you know, things like that, because that only serves to agitate. And, you know, and that's the world history of, of conspiracy theories. It, it starts when you start putting people against people. You put people into social categories us versus them once you do that from the the the, the first groups in history recorded that's when you start getting conspiracies so stop grouping us into these social categories we're all americans we're all in the same boat you know i would like to think that most of us want the ship to stay afloat although i believe there are people out there drilling holes in it um but i think a vast majority of americans you know want wants what's best for the country now we're not going to agree on certain topics whatever but we got to play that out at the polls. We got to stop playing this out, you know, burning down villages and dragging people out of the car and nonsense like that. Because I tell you what, you know, things like that also tell us what that leads to. And we don't want to go down the slippery slope of what, what the uh, uh, two opposing military forces do in this country. So, you know, I say, let's stop the nonsense. The media is, 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 is responsible for, for putting this information out there and dividing us into social groups and, and their handlers and the government and the deep state, you know, it's, it's all a game to them. It's all a game to them. And we're the ones left, you know, picking up the pieces of our country when the game's over, not them. They're in their mansions they're in their yachts. They're, you know, I, I keep hearing this billionaire thing. It's like, the billionaires are the Bill Gates of the world. The billionaires are the Jeff Bezos. You're, you're attacking us like we're the billionaire class. What the hell? Look at the people at the top. The top are the freaking yeah. Democrats. The top are the people that are trying to tell the rest of us to, to use, you know, lower electricity light bulbs while they fly around in their Lear jets trying to preach the gospel of, you know, the environment. It's just ridiculous. But you know how I get, man. I can go on a tangent with this stuff. But uh, sure. anyway, no, it's free speech is what we're all about. Free speech. Absolutely. And thank you for that. And, and, you know, you speak a lot of passion and a lot of sense as well. So it makes sense. I, I'm sure people out there vibe with what you're saying. Um, and, you know, I, I will, uh, I think that's it, actually. That's all the things I really wanted to discuss. I wanted to give everybody a quick overview of uh, what to expect with this event and the following event at QCon.live um, slash JAX, if you're going to get the tickets. And uh, that's it, I think. Do you uh, have any closing thoughts before we go into this event? No, actually, again, it's just um, we'd love to see everybody there supporting the speakers again. You know, they, they, they get on these airplanes and they travel on their own dime. They're away from their families, you know, just trying to spread, you know, the truth and, and, and you know, red pill people with, with, the, with the reality of things. And, you know, so I ask everybody to come up, come out, show up, um, support them any way you can, you know, subscribe to their channels. You know, uh, there's payment processing that's pro 
you know, pro right, not uh, left, I'll say whatever, you know, so pay attention to who you do business with. You know, the last thing we want to do is, you know, complain about Twitter or complain about these, these organizations, but at the end of the day, we're, we're spending our money there. So, so pay attention to where um, you're spending your money, pay attention to, to all of that stuff and uh, come out and support your people. You know, we don't, we don't, I had somebody accuse me of retiring off of the red pill roadshow. We lose money every event. Number one, thank God I'm in a position to where I can, it's what I call an investment to in, into sanity for our country. You know, I really sure. am passionate about the first amendment and free speech. So, so I I'm blessed to be in a position where I can lose money for these events, but still continue to have them and uh, hopefully continue to have them. So we've got, you know, the QCon live, there's an event going on in Phoenix. I don't know if you've uh, mentioned much about the, the event in Phoenix, um, you know, there's a lot of patriots out there putting on these shows now, thank God. And at the end of the day, I hope one day we can have Red Pill Roadshow in every every town and people can help me. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just um, you know, we're trying to do our best here, folks, to, to, to get the word out. And uh, there's a lot of us out there, you know, very passionate. It started with us, an idea. Me and my wife, we took a, a vacation once a year to Europe uh, after, after I got done working. And, and one, one year she said, you know what? I want to go to D.C. I want to support my president. I want a megaphone and some signs. And I said, hell yeah, because I used to be really involved with the Tea Party. And then she said, she started looking at the Tea Party pictures and the videos. And she's like, ooh, well, I want to do an event. And I said, okay, what kind of event do you want to do? Free speech. Well, who's censored? First thing I asked, well, who's censored? And she's like, Q, I love this Q group. And I said, okay. So I invited you all out. You included Dustin and every single one of you said, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I didn't know anything about Q at that point. When I hear anonymous, I'm thinking, well, does anybody want to show up if they're anonymous? I don't know. Yeah. So, so ended up, you know, we had tickets sold. We had people wanting to show up and everybody was excited. So I said, okay. So we literally, literally ordered the entire show to the hotel. They were so angry at me for taking up their entire story locker in their hallway. But we ordered everything to the, to the hotel, the speakers and everything. We built a stage at my friend's house just north of D.C., went to Home Depot, built the stage. But it was like organized chaos. It all came together. The greatest thing was everybody together, I think, at the uh, Trump International Got, you know, I went to the bathroom and there's a Congressman Dan Crenshaw and um, my wife come up and we met him. Really nice guy. He knew about the show and Dustin was there. Those that were at the DC show, you should have been there. You missed the, the, the most craziest things from the helicopters, the presidential drive-by, John Podesta sneaking through to the people fixing the light bulbs. You know, it was just a really unique, yeah. surreal. It's like I was in a Tom Clancy novel. And again, I'm the guy standing on the outside observing this. And, uh, but it was really a really great event. Uh, Tampa was great. Jacksonville is going to be like DC. You do not want to miss this show. It's going to be epic. And uh, I'm hoping to get a few surprises and we're still working on a few surprises. The, some nationally known folks that I think it'll blow you away if they, they're, they're able to make it. But these are people I'm going to work with after the show on some pet projects, uh, stuff like that. So yeah, come out to the show. It's all I can say. Spread the word. So if you're in, uh, you know, I'm trying to get it out as much as I can. I'm, I'm out of money. So, you know, I can't pay for any more radio time or anything like that. But if you're in Facebook groups or if you're not banned on Twitter, like I am or anybody else, uh, you know, spread the word, just know you'll probably be censored on uh, or suspended on Twitter for doing so. Uh, parlor, Google help book clubs, whatever you do. If you're on voting for voters for Trump, say, listen, this isn't just a Q of it. We're going to have MAGA people there, right? We're going to have a lot of people speaking, uh, bikers sure. for Trump will be there as well. So sure. it's not just a Q event. It's a free speech event. And, um, so, so if you're just MAGA and you want to learn a little bit more about Q, 
come to the show. You're going to learn a lot about Q and you're going to find out that they're not the spooky people that the media, I mean, if you're MAGA, you should know right out of the gate, the media is lying to you. Yeah. So think about when you think about Q and what the media says, think the opposite about Q and come to the show and you'll learn a lot about it. And uh, like I did, you know, great people, wonderful patriots. Oh my gosh, they love their country. Oh my gosh, they're against child sex trafficking. You know, horrible group, let me tell you. So come to the show. You'll enjoy it. Uh, I'll enjoy seeing you come up and say, hey, uh, you'll have time with the speakers and uh, it'll be a good time. Yeah, and celebration of freedom and free speech. So thank you for putting it on and hopefully everyone will make it out there on the 25th of uh, this month. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Dustin Nemo, Sal, thank you, Brian. Sounds good. Thanks, guys.